This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the county result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is... Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get reward points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. If you like this podcast, don't forget to subscribe, rate and review on whatever podcast player you're listening to. And for more information, you can go to www.scarfbagarawar.co.uk. You're listening to the Scarf Bagara War for County Fans by County Fans. Oh, great flick up by Helen Armstrong. Oh, what a beauty! Oh, what a beauty! I'm wasting all my life for that! What a screamer! Hello and welcome to the Scarf Bagara War uh, for this special episode um, in Season 7 now, Episode 16 of, of the Scarf Bagara War and we are delighted to have um, a, a club legend on the podcast. Um, yeah, I, I mean there's nothing more to say, it's, it's Andy Priest. Welcome Andy. Thanks. Yeah, thanks for the intro. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really know what else to say. We've got another lad who does it with us normally. Uh, he's a bit younger than us, so he, he, he felt he didn't want to come on because he didn't really see you play. But he does really elaborate introductions, and I'm sure he could have knocked something up for me. But um, I just think the legend Priest, he's, you know, covers it quite well. I'm sure we'll get into some of, uh, some of the reasons why. Uh, we've also got Dave with us. Hi, Dave. Good evening, mate. Evening. Um, and... You're here because you're an old bastard like me, so you yep. know when Priestley played. So, yeah. <laughs> Happy days. Oh my God, how old am I then? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, I mean, let, let's start at the beginning. Um, r- I mean, right at the beginning. Uh, you know, obviously, we knew you played for County. How, how did you actually get into football? You know, Where did you grow up? How did it all start for you? I just I just love football from a, from a young lad. Um just playing in the garden, kicking a ball against against the wall. Um, going to uh, you know, I used to go and watch Aston Villa uh, every week uh, about five, six, seven, eight, um, and then I used to go and watch Worcester City uh, when Villa were away. Um, and I was just, I just love football. Started playing at about nine in primary school, and uh, just went on from there, and ended up. Uh, playing for Worcester City was probably my first semi-professional club um, 
so that was you know a bit of a dream as well to play for uh, my boyhood club um, and that's sort of where it started but it had a lots of uh, backward steps forward step backward steps until I you know actually got through okay so 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 I didn't I didn't realize you started off at Worcester City um, and I didn't realize you was a Villa fan either um, oh well I take it you're a Villa fan is that is that right yeah well up until you really start playing, I suppose you know it change. It changes a little bit when you start playing, and then you're playing against the clubs, and and you know you sort of lose that. Like I was addicted, absolutely addicted to football and Aston Villa, and you know all over the wall, the team in the formation, and um, you know I remember when they got to the final of the um, the World Club Championship, what it is now. You know, I'm getting up at three o'clock in the morning to, well, look, this is going to show me age. I had to listen to it on the radio um, <laughs> uh, at three o'clock in the morning, you know, so I got up, you know, to, to listen to that. Um, when they won the league, um, we were playing on a Sunday morning. I don't know, it was about 14, 15 or something at the time. And I would not take my Villa, Villa hat off to play in the game. Um, I just, I, honestly, I was just an absolute mad, mad Villa fan. Um it just wears off a little bit, but you know now I'm a little. You know I always watch for Villa, um, and, but back then, yeah, uh, uh, you know Villa, it was Villa through and through. Yeah, one question I just wanted to ask you, Precy. Um, obviously, everyone as a kid, we all play football as a kid. Um, was there a point where you thought, "Hang on, I'm pretty good at this." I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and make something of this. When, when did you, when did you realise you were kind of a little bit better than everybody else? Uh, so it was, it was difficult back then because there wasn't all the academies like there is now. So you didn't, you didn't get picked up. So you're playing in schools games, um, and you know, always at school, you know, the teams we played, I, I was, I was one of the best, one of the best players, and. You know, I could pick the ball up and run past most of the team and, and score, but that didn't show you, you know, the full reflection. And then you go and play for the county, sorry, the district, um, and it get a bit harder. And then you play for the county, and then you find out, oh, you know, there's a there's a lot of good players about. So I knew I was, you know, I was okay, um, but. I think I went to uh, I think I went to Aston Villa as uh, a so I don't know I think fifteen maybe fifteen sixteen um, and you know nothing nothing happened to that so I always wanted to be a footballer but I don't think deep down in my head I ever thought um, you know that I'd get to the level that I did yeah 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 so you. you- you were at Worcester to start with, then, and I think I'm just looking at your your sort of history. You then you played for your hometown club, and I think is Evesham, and then is that is that what you mean by going backwards and forwards a bit until you sort of got a break at Wrexham? Is is that what you mean by yeah. backwards and forwards? Yeah, yeah. So to Worcester um, at 16, I made my my debut against I think it was against Runcorn, um, and I come on for about 20 minutes, and it was in the it was in what was now the National League, and we—I think we were top at the time. Um, and I come on for 15 minutes. I could not breathe. It was so fast. It was ridiculous. Um, but I was buzzing. I was just absolutely buzzing. That I just, uh, 
had just made my debut. I thought I thought I'd made it. I think there's about fifteen hundred fans there, and I thought, you know, this is this is this is unbelievable. Um, and I, I've spoke about it before, but you know, I went into the he went in after the game into the director's room, and uh, I don't know why this director said it to me, but he just said uh, he just said um, you'll never make it, son. And I'm just I just couldn't. I can't. I don't know how it came that he said that to me, but he just said that, and that, that always, that always stuck with me. Um, so that was, you know, that was like a bit of a pinnacle at that time for me. And then I got glandular fever uh, at the back end of that season. So I had another couple of sub appearances, and it knocked me about. And probably I was out for about a year, and I ended up just playing Saturday morning football. Uh, started doing okay, and then. Uh, Eversham just asked me to go down there and start start playing. So I had to start all over again um, and started doing okay at Eversham. Um, and in between all that time, I still I played a lot of cricket. So, you know, I was not bad at cricket. played for Worcestershire um, from 15 right the way through uh, to the under-19s. You know, I was playing for the under-19s when I was 16. Um, so... I thought that might be a chance, and that probably looked more likely because I was playing playing um, what you'd call uh, second-team games um, with people like Graham Hick, uh, Phil Newport, Tim Curtis, uh, Steve Rhodes, uh, all went on to play for England. So that was sort of an avenue um, for me. And with this knockback, um, I was probably thinking cricket, and I actually went to Australia for six months and didn't play any football. Um, and uh, it was just one. It was just one time when I came back and went to to Eversham, um, and just said, "Look, I can get your trial at Northampton." And really, then things started to move forward from then. But again, there was still another backward step to go. So, you got a trial at Northampton. How did how did the trial go? A trial went well. I, uh, Graham Carr was a manager. Um, I went there. And, that's that's, uh, that's Alan's dad, is it? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, Alan Carr's dad. Yeah. Um, proper, proper, proper old school Graham Carr. Run, 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 run. You know, fittest, fittest team in the league. Um, it was as fast as you could get to the halfway line. Played very little football, but very effective. Um, and he did really well at Northampton. Um, and... I signed a non-contract there. So I was on non-contract for a year and went out to, I think it must have been a record. I think I played for about 15 clubs in that season. Um, I was here, there and everywhere, but it was a great experience. Um, and um, ended up getting getting released at the end of the year, but then ended up back, up, back at Worcester. Um, so I've gone from the league and now I'm back into non-league. So like I say, it was a bit of... Backwards, forwards, having that belief to keep, you know, to keep persevering and um, trying to get to uh, to try and get in the professional game. Yeah, and, and and at the time, did you did you realize it was it was like willpower and determination, or is it was it did you just feel at the time like it was just something you was just going you you were just doing anyway because that's that's how that's how you sort of that's how it is inside you. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I. I I was just, you know, I didn't really have anybody advising me or anything. You know, I, I was getting great support from my parents, um, but not, you know, no one really to, to lean on or uh, to speak to 
who I knew that gone, you know, gone into professional football. So it was just, you know, if, so, if they said, if the club said you're going to Weymouth on loan, I went to Weymouth on loan. I didn't question it. I just went and played football, you know. So I went to Weymouth, went to Aylesbury, went to Wellingborough, um, Bedworth, um, all over. Played on a Saturday morning, played on a, on a Sunday morning. I just played loads and loads of games of football. Um, and, you know, that was just the way it was for me at that time. That that, that, that kind of attitude, though, that, that did, I mean, I don't know. You, I mean, you tell me, did, did that stand you in good stead? Because word must have, does word get round? I mean, we all know football's a close-knit game, isn't it? And lots of people know each other. Did the word get round that, oh, yeah, have you seen this lad here, Andy, Andy Priest? He's playing here, he's playing there. He's got really lots of determination, you know. Rather than some players who would have said, "I'm not going down to Wellingborough, no chance," you know that kind of thing. Would you reckon that sort of was you know went in your favour? I think it could well have. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know for sure. No one's ever said anything like that to me, but um, I think if you're prepared to go to Weymouth, um, it's a long, long way away. Um, uh, so. Uh, yeah, you know, as it, you know, as it, you know, as I, I was still only young then, um, and uh, yeah, but that was good experience for me. I think all those were, were really good experiences. Tough non-league, um, different dressing rooms, you know, sh- quite short period loans, different leagues. So all the time, probably without realizing it, I'm I'm learning um, and adapting. Um, and you know, probably showing decent character to walk into different dressing rooms and and then out of that dressing room and then into a new one. Um, so I must have had a, you know, at the point of, at that point, I didn't think I was a very, you know, was a strong character or very steely or anything like that. You know, I was very quiet. Um, but there must have been something with it inside me that you know just had that desire just to just to go and play football. Yeah, and and now now you're a manager, director of football. I think you've been in academies and things, and we'll we'll come to all that later. But you you probably see that in other players now, do you? Easier than than maybe you, you would do if you'd not been had that those experiences from yourself. Yeah, because I think I've had, because I've had that experience and tell them how you know how important it is to get and play games and let people see see you playing um, at, at a competitive level. You know, I think sometimes you see lads at um, under twenty ones, twenty threes playing there for two or three years, never, never having a long spell, never, you know, a bit of snobbery about going into non league and, and playing in non league. But it, it gets you notice. People take more notice of you playing twenty games in in the national league than they will playing uh, fifty games in the under twenty threes league. Um, you know, because it, it, it's what I call proper football. So. It pro- it, I think it back then it probably didn't do as much detail into into players and 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 look at all those sort of things. But you, but I don't know that that you know they they may have you know Wrexham may have may have looked at that when I um, uh, when they took me from Worcester. Yeah, yeah. About those experiences of different dressing rooms, different characters, and and everything that probably helped you in your later career in your coaching and managerial career as well. Yeah, because it, it, strong characters in all dressing rooms, you know, really experienced lads. Um, they we're not going to put put up with you giving the ball away, even if you're a young lad. You know, court ball keeps bouncing off you, um, and they get put under pressure because you keep giving the ball away. They're going to let you know, and you 
straight away you're, you're learning that oh you know I'm going to have to be reliably I'm going to have to uh, have to be tough and I'm going to have to handle lads talking to 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 me like that. Um, but then, yeah. but then you'll have that those same lads come after you after the game and put their arm around you and say, "Look, you know, you need to do this or uh, you need to do that." So uh, you're lear- learning both sides of it, and I think you know I appreciated all that and took that all in, and I think that probably helped me with the the way I am as a uh, as a manager and as a coach um, is is that side of it. I think that uh, although. You know, I'm talking about players doing it. You know, managers as well. You know, I learnt off quite a. You know, I had a lot of good managers um, and the odd bad one that I that I learnt. I learnt a lot of things off, and I think man management and the way you talk to players um, and the way you are with players is very very important. Yeah, yeah, and we'll probably get more into that as we as we move through this this podcast actually because. It's an interesting point the way the way players probably were treated back then compared to what it's like now, um, and it's probably more it's more around the player and the person now as opposed to the, you know the old school in inverted commas. Um, but let, let's just jump into Wrexham then. So you obviously a bit of a not to say journeyman, but you, you had, a, had, a, had a quite a few clubs before before the move to Wrexham. So the move to Wrexham then was wh- who was the manager that signed? Uh, it was Wrexham? Brian Flynn. Um... Yeah, yeah. Was it Brian Flynn, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, full Welsh international, and loads of caps for Wales. Um, we played them in the Welsh Cup, and that's how it happened. Um, I had a decent game in the Welsh Cup game against them, and then they invited me again for a trial. Um, and I went up there for, um, I think I went up for a couple of months. I think it was towards, it must have been close to a deadline, but they, I think they agreed to pay a fee. Um, if I if I got through the, the through the trial period, um, so yeah, you know, I, I went up to to Wrexham, um, ended up getting in the, getting in the team at the end of the season. They were near the bottom, so it was then you you know you're dropping out of the league, or it could have been even re-election. I don't think there was relegation, but it might have been re-election. So it was a bit of pressure on the on the team at that point, um, and I managed to. I think I started about five or six games, and I scored towards the towards the end of the season, my first league game, which was just like, oh, what is happening to me? I could not believe I'd scored in a football league. It was crazy, uh. crazy. <laughs> Grimsby away, look, it doesn't matter. We lost five one, but that goal, um, I only saw it about. I think it was it was on Twitter about six months ago. It's the first time I'd seen it um, for a long, 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 long time. Um, um, and it wasn't it wasn't the cleanest of efforts, but God, I remember that. I remember, and I always remember that goal because um, I, I I did think that's it. I've made it when when that went in. I'll bet, yeah, your first ever football league goal. I bet you were. Oh yeah, I just, it, that's just the kind of things we dream of, and, and you know, yeah. you lived it, so. it was a dream for me. You know, it was a dream. I never thought I'd get to that level. I never thought I'd play play professional football in the football league. So when that went in, I that was it for me. I, I've scored in the football league. I thought that was it. That was the pinnacle. Um, and um, yeah, it was just it was just an amazing. You know, just amazing to be there in front of a crowd and, and scoring and scoring because uh, you know I'm I was a you know at that point I'm still a fan I'm a, I'm a 
I'm more of a fan than a footballer, so I, I can't believe that I'm normally watching this and now I'm on the pitch actually doing it. Uh, um, it was crazy for me at that time. And did you did you run over to the Wrexham fans? There must have been a few there. No, I, 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 I just I just ran. I just ran, hands in the air. Don't know where I was going. How <laughs> to celebrate? What do you do? Uh, uh, just go mad, and it, probably that carried on. To, you know, some of my celebrations at Stockport. You know, it's just ridiculous as well. So uh, I don't think I ever learned how to celebrate properly. I just, I just, I just think that adrenaline never, ever, ever left me. You know, when when you score a goal, I don't. I don't think that enjoyment, it was It was almost like scoring that first goal every time I scored. It was just a great feeling scoring a, scoring a goal. It's, it's hard to describe. Good stuff. So, on from Wrexham then, that's where you, that's where you joined us um, after that. Um, how, did the, how did that move come about then? I think it was Danny Begara that signed Yeah, him. I played against the reserves. So, Wrexham was a, a little bit of an up and down. I was in and out of the team. I had the odd decent spell. Then, I, you know, I, I, w- I wouldn't do so well. Again, I'm still I'm still learning about the game. Um, and remember, the, the Wrexham were in Division 3 then. Um, Stockport were in Division 2 the old divisions. So league so League Two would have been Wrexham, League One, Stockport. Yeah. So I played in, in a reserve game and I think I might have gone through and scored. Maybe it was one nil, two one, something like that. Thought nothing of it. And then um, Brian Flynn came came to me and said, Oh, uh, a club have come in for you, they wanna uh, they wanna sign you. Um uh, Stockport County and I'm like, right. Okay, so I've I've had to look to, I've had to look for for where Stockport County where Stockport County were at that time. So I'm start I'm looking in I'm looking in League Two. Uh, sorry, in Wrexham's League, which was which was League Two then, and they're not in it. And I'm thinking what? So and then I've got Stockport. A league above have come in for me who's playing in the reserves. I'm like, there's something wrong here. I kind of got this right. So they're winding me up. They're winding me up. Um, uh, but it wasn't. It wasn't a wind up. Uh, Danny must uh, was at the game, and, and I think they, Dave Jones and Sainty might have been there as well. And they just seen something in me. Um, probably at that point, something that I didn't see. Uh, you know, I didn't have that sort of confidence at that time. Um, but they, they, they saw something, and you know, they paid. They paid ten grand for me. Felt that you know I was worth a transfer fee. And again, I'm thinking. Someone pay you know someone's paying money for me as well. Um, so the, there's a li- there was a little bit of not not pressure, but you know I was just a bit apprehensive going from where I was reserves in a League Two team to a League One team that's pushing for the playoffs and promotion, and I'm going to have to walk in those dre- in, in that dressing room, and it was like. You know, am I am I good enough for this? Um, so, you know, all those little bits of doubts were in my head. You know, before I mm. before I left to to go to Stockport. So it's a bit of a sort of the imp- imposter syndrome. Yeah, a little bit. You know, yeah. <laughs> they sign, you know, you hear about people signing the wrong player. I think have they signed the wrong one here? I don't know. Because <laughs> <laughs> I I remember at the time that you ultimately replaced Neil Matthews, who was great in our promotion season in 1990-91. I remember thinking at the time, I thought, who's this? <laughs> well, you can't replace Neil Matthews. I mean, and, and it's 
Yeah, I mean, obviously, as it turned out, um, you could. But um, but yeah, I remember thinking at the time, thought, why, why, why have we signed another strike? Yeah, you, were, you weren't the only one, don't worry about that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so... I mean, this is probably where we're going to spend a lot of, lot of the podcast, to be honest, obviously, your county career, because that's, that's kind of why we're here. But t- tell us then about um, you, you, sort of your debut and your first goal. And, uh, you know, and we, we can tell you certainly about our memories of, of being on the terraces at the time, as, uh, you know, whatever age we were at. But I think uh, D- Dave's got a better memory than I have. So, he, I don't know, <laughs> Dave, do you want to do you want to take it away? I mean, um, d- debut was Preston away, was it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is this is only because I've um, I've done my research. That's not my memory's not that good. But... Oh, is it not? I thought, I thought you just pulled it out of me. Sorry. <laughs> oh, I'm hoping you give yourself a disservice. Yeah, my memory's not the best with my age. <laughs> Preston away Boxing Day 1991. Yeah. I made okay. that we we lost, and that was your debut. And the first goal was a few days later uh, away at Swansea. We lost that one as well, but we scored. 28th of December, 1990. Yeah, yeah, I I remember it. Uh, I remember it well. Her debut was pressing on that on that horrible 3G. Uh, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it even 3G? Well, it 3G. wasn't. It wasn't the flat, the old flat. That was it. Sand. Sand. Was it John Bell? Sand. sand in the corner, so the ball stayed in, and yeah, it was it was horrible. Yeah, um, yeah and then um, I think he he gave me the my debut the against against Swansea. Um, so, you know, I, I don't know how quick that happened. I, I don't know when I signed and how quick I was actually involved, uh, whether it happened really quick or I had a couple of weeks training. I can't, I can't really remember. Um, but suddenly I'm just starting. I'm just starting for, for Stockport. And how important that was, I think that's that was probably the key to me having such a good time uh, at Stockport was scoring that first goal when I did. Um I think it was early on as well. I'm sure it was in the first half. Um, yeah, and then that just gives me confidence. But more than that, it gives the players that little bit of belief in you as well. And and I think I think I needed that myself that that, that they started to believe in me. Um, and and for me as well, confidence wise. Uh, so it's the only goal that I haven't got. The only goal I haven't got in, on video from a stop up time, I, I just I just can't get that first goal. So uh, if anybody's got it, please. Yeah, I think I think there's a, a couple of people who might be able to get hold of that. So yeah, we'll uh, yeah, we'll put the, we'll put the feelers out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so that that going into that dressing room then because you said that was massive. You know, starting straight away is 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 that the same at every club you've been to and every club you know just generally with players that you've got to earn credit when you when you when you when you play and earn credit for being reliable and earn credit for having good performances and then then sort of later on you can make the odd mistake or make you know have a bad performance and it doesn't have much of an impact but if you if you're on your debut if you have a bad performance are people starting to question you i think i think naturally they will do um look it depends what sort of personality you are I'm coming in there really unknown. I haven't really done anything. I haven't got anything to to back me up. I've got to prove it, uh, you know, in in the flesh in front of the in front of the lads. I've got to do it, you know. I've, like you said, you, you, you're wondering who 
you know, who we who we signing to replace uh, uh, Russ Matthews? Um, so, you know, that first goal then start, you know, you'd probably start thinking, oh, we might not be too bad, this lad. Whereas if I went six games without a goal, then you'd be saying, what, what the hell have we signed him for? So... I think my situation, I think everybody's situation is different. If you come in there and you've scored, you know, 100 goals or something in 200 games, you've already got a record behind you. So you're going to get a little bit more uh, leeway. Um, so yeah. Um, yeah. that's why it was so so important to me. Yeah, yeah. You went on to score um, 13 in that second half of the season, um, saying that you made your debut around Christmas. And so... That's a, that's a pretty decent record. That a new club and everything, a division higher than you'd be used to playing, and yeah, that's um, I was I was pleasantly surprised. I wasn't wasn't massively surprised, but yeah, I didn't realise you scored that many in that in that sort of first half of the season. Yeah, it was yeah. Um, well, like a goal every every two games coming from somewhere where I'd scored a. I think I'd score, got 13 in something like 60 odd games, so I was average probably a goal every four five games. To go to goal every just less than two, um, yeah, just just unbelievable. Uh, just everything, everything I hit went in. I think maybe the next. I think Wigan was my. I think Wigan at home was. I think that might have been my first goal, first home goal. I remember sweeping sweeping one in there. So then the home fans are on your side. Just just everything, just everything went. As well as I could, uh, as I could have hoped for uh, in that in that first period, um, and uh, you know, going into a team that's probably confident and doing well and creating chances, which which we always did, you know, attacking style of play, um, and then playing off that playing off someone like Kev, um, where I've been used to having to go up and win flicks. You know, I probably was getting myself into better goal-scoring opportunities and getting more opportunities, and um, uh, just you know that that end of that season was just uh, you know it was pinch yourself stuff. Yeah, yeah, it was it was a good end to the season. I've just checked actually. You mentioned your first home goal was against Wigan, and you're not wrong. <laughs> yeah, three all on New Year's Day. I remember that. I was there. Um, but yeah, the end of that season was just was just phenomenal. Um, it was. Just this the pinnacle of supporting County at that time is like we got to Wembley, and still now it's still such an achievement for a, a club the size of County who have been, let's face it, pretty crap for about twenty years uh, before that. And yeah, yeah, it was su such a big achievement at the time. It was massive. I can't remember. Was that the first time, or was that that for a long, long, long time at, at that sort of level that we? We got to um, got to the playoffs, playoff final, um, the auto windscreen final as well. At the same time, I'm not sure that season whether did we just miss out or was that the first year of the playoffs and and we finished in what would have been a promotion place. I just got a feeling that something something like that happened to us where any other season we'd have got promoted. I'm testing you now. No, testing you. <laughs> The couple of the season, not the season before, the season before that was the first time we made the playoffs, 89-90. Um, we got hammered by Chesterfield. Um, but that was as close as we've been ever since the playoffs came in. And 91-92 was the first time we got yeah. to the final. Yeah. And did we, and did we finish the... That, uh, did we finish the... Um, no, 
are you asking? Um, <laughs> was it Pete? 1992, I think we finished fourth or fifth. Um, there's people, there's people shouting at their uh, smartphones yeah. now. That saying, "Get me on the yeah, podcast." I, I, just thought, I just thought, I just thought we finished in the highest position, and then it was it Peter, but did it was it Peter in that one? Yeah, Peter yeah. just sneaked in yeah. and did us um, in a fine. Yeah, yeah, because um, you started the game against Peter, but didn't you the playoff final? Yeah. Yeah, I thought you were going to say yeah, no. I, I, yeah, I remember. <laughs> I go, um... So you've gone from, you know, playing here, there and everywhere. You've gone to the Football League. You've gone to a division higher. And now you're playing at Wembley <laughs> within the space of, you know, four or five years. So uh, what, was, what was that like? Oh, stepping unbelievable. Unbelievable. Um you know, the, the, you know, I've got goosebumps now thinking about you know coming out of that coming out of that tunnel. You, you know, when you when you're a kid growing up and you're watching FA Cup finals because the FA Cup final was such a massive day. Um, you know, you just watch it all the way through, and I've watched so many um, and thought about you know what what would it be like to walk out there, never thinking that would ever happen. And I know it wasn't an FA Cup final, but it's it's walking out of Wembley, it's just just fantastic and then just just to put your foot on the grass you know on the pitch I'm out of Wembley so um yeah it was just it just just brilliant it's just something that, that I'll never forget and that before that I was cup tied I was cup tied for the um for the final I think it was was it did we place I'm gonna ask you again now is it Stoke yeah so we lost that yeah. one um, so I was cooked after that. So so desperate to be involved in uh, in the final, um, and uh, yeah, it, you know we were we were so 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 close. You know, I'm, I think I got uh, I think the ball come in and I flipped one on, and then Kev got the I think it was the equaliser um, to make it one all. Um, but I, you know, when I look back, I think I might have been the one on the halfway line or close to the halfway line. It, got it nicked off me and they counted. And I remember Baz had, Tony Barris had a, 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 a cast on his arm. And I think if he had been free and, and running properly, I don't think that goal would have happened. Um, and I think Ken Charlie scored scored the winner. And it was just obviously the, the best, one of the best days ever, but ultimately one of the worst days as well. Don't remind me. Horrible. Yeah, just, Horrible. just going back, just going back to, I've got the table in front of me. Division three, ninety-one, ninety-two. We finished oh, yeah. fifth. Yeah. Lost to Stoke in the final. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It was, so it should have been irrelevant anyway, because um, Kev had one disallowed for offside, as I remember. But it, it wasn't. It was miles onside, and their uh, first one didn't go over the line. So shock. <laughs> It's like it's like nearly thirty years ago, but I'm still I'm still yeah. clinging on. And, and look, that that was just unbelievable. Weren't it? Two sending offs against Burnley, you know, it just you know they just didn't want us to go up, did yeah. they? Uh, you know, so let's blame it on the on the authorities and the referees. <laughs> <laughs> so. I mean, let's talk about some of the other standout moments then. So, I, I mean, on a personal level, I think Dave, you were at this match as well. Uh, Rotherham away in the FA Cup. Yeah. Oh. Um, I think I, th- 
I mean, I was only oh God. I was I can't remember how old I was, but my 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 overriding memory was there was two things really going absolutely ape shit when we when we scored the winner. Um, but also I was that young that I was stood against the barriers. I don't even know what you call them. You know the things on the terraces where you where you just prop you up. Barrier. They're not, they're not called crush bars, are they? They're not called crush bars. Something, That's what something, something like that. Yeah. Anyway, I was stood there. Uh, with my stepdad, but he was stood on top of him, like because we were everyone. It was you know we're all singing and stuff. I just remember having my fingers stood on. So that's all I remember. <laughs> he's just he's just crying as a young lad, like being being sort of looked after, kind of not by my stepdad. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think you scored the win yeah. that day, didn't you? Oh, I, remember, I remember that. I, I remember that one um, because it was. I think we scored, we might have scored two very late on. Um, mm. And uh, to, to win to win 2-1, it must have been almost the last kick of the game. And all the lads were going mental. I remember Flinny running around with his arms in the air and everybody. And I think we stayed out for ages with the fans celebrating that. It was only that, was it? That might have been the second round and... Was that the second round? So we got into the third. Maybe it was it was because of that, because it was you know we were getting into the third round. But I don't. It, it just seemed to mean so much. Um, I just remember we were just on the pitch for, forever with the fans because it was it was um, the goals were scored at that at, at your end as well. Um, yeah, it was, yeah, 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 brilliant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've watched that. I've watched that goal back a, a lot. Um, it's just uh, just brilliant, and and that was just the way it was then. You know, I just think that's the way the the way the players were all together. I think fans were all together. It was just it's just a great place. It was just a great place to be, and and we just shared all those moments together. Yeah, yeah. Just going on on that Rotherman game because we spoke to Darren Ryan not long ago. And he remembered it, so I I, I nearly lost it when he and he remembered it because it's one of my favourite ever games ever, ever. Just like for all the things you mentioned there about the atmosphere and it was it was packed. The away end was packed as well, and yeah, and I mean I was a similar age to Ross. I was fourteen at the time, and yeah, yeah, just such such a good such a good day that. And like you say, the players were out. Singing along with the fans afterwards, and like I say, it was about yeah, it must have been at least ten minutes afterwards, and we were all stood on the fence behind a goal and everything. It was just so good, just so good. And I'm glad to I'm glad to hear that you've watched that goal a few times because yeah, it's probably it's probably one of the ones I I watched over and over again. And those are the moments that you 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 live for as a as a as a player, especially when you've been a fat fan like I was, you know, you, you appreciate how much it means, how much it means to, to fans. You know, I know how much it meant to me when Villa used to, when they won and when they won the, when they won the European Cup or, the, or they won games, you know, it means so much, so much to, to me. So I think, you know, that when you score a goal like that, you know how much that means to so many people. It's, it, it's such a great feeling. It's just a great feeling inside that you can give that much that much joy to, to so many people. Um, it, it's a very, it's a such a privileged position that you that you find yourself in. Yeah, yeah. I mean that that season though, we were. I mean, in my opinion, was the best team that we had under Danny Bagara. Um, that ninety three ninety four team. <clears throat> just we we were just so good. We only lost 
two of like the first 20 games or something like that. Um, I think we won a stretch of like eight in a row or something. Um, we were, we were just yeah. so good. Um, and it was, it, it, it almost felt as if we had to get promoted that season because we were that good. And there was like a little bit of a glass ceiling thing going on with the playoffs and, you know, we'd not managed it the previous seasons and yeah. What a what a team that was. We were we were just so good. We deserved deserved to go deserved to go up. Yeah, we, well, we should have really. Just, we just, should have with the, with the players we had. Um, yeah, you're right. I was, I was going to say just just going back to that Rotherham game because I I mean I was dead young. I, I I just remember it. I just remember all the noise. Really, uh, you know, at the at the time I was I was uh, eleven years old, twelve years old. But do you remember who scored the first goal? I've looked, it, I've looked it up. I can't remember at the time. I just remember seeing you. I've just got a feeling that I did, I, did sum up with, I did sum up with Toddy and I think maybe it was one of Toddy's few goals, was it? Yeah, yeah it was. Yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I think he got interviewed after the game. We very rarely got interviewed. Uh, I think we might have got interviewed together and we were just laughing our heads off because uh, he very rarely scored. But what a player he was as well. And on, on another great what a great lad! Well, they're all good lads in that in that dressing room. We had such a such a great team spirit. Um, uh, just a, like I said, it was just a great place to be. Yeah, if you if you watch that on on YouTube, it's on it's on there. Search that. That's kind of one of my go to videos. It's <laughs> it, what a finish by Toddy that was. It was great. Come come to him on the edge, on the edge of the area, far side of the area, and he just kind of curled it round man keeper bottom corner, just. Yeah, because like you say, he didn't score that often, but that was a great finish. He certainly didn't mean it, no way. (laughs) 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 So that that you're right. Well, you're right. It was the first. It was the first round of the FA Cup. Um, First was it? Yeah, it set us up against Halifax in the second round, which um, they were in non-league at the time, weren't they? With the yeah, well, the result probably showed it. I mean, we we battered them five one. It's funny because I don't remember that. But then that set us I up don't, with. The I don't program. remember that. I don't remember that. I don't remember that Halifax game. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, I remember that one. I think we we were either losing or drawing, which was a big thing at the time because, as you say, we were top top of what is now League One. They were in what is now the National League. Um, and I remember for a long time of that game, it was like, shit, we're going to lose this, aren't we? Um, but yeah, 5-1 in the end. So, <laughs> As yeah. we did then. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it's, it's, it's strange, isn't it? Because you, 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 you don't really appreciate it at the time. I remember years later, we, we played Blythe in the FA Cup and Jeff Atkart scored a hat-trick. Um, I think you were, you were off playing for... for Crystal Palace or some at Precy and we will come to that but you just take it for granted oh you've just beat a non-league team 5-0 whereas now where we are now you know compared, you know, we're in the National League now and um, just pray to get back in those days of, of tier, tier 3 and Tier 4 so that, that Halifax game then set us up for the big one against QPR and that's the one that my stepdad wouldn't take me to the bastard oh, no no <laughs> Are you, are, you, uh, no. <laughs> are you actually saying that you didn't go to that game, Ross? That's what I'm saying. I, I weren't allowed to. He said it, he said it'd be too busy and it'd be too like you know in the railway and it'd be too raucous and stuff. It was, it was <laughs> <So>. absolutely <laughs> unbelievable. But I'll let Priestley tell us the story yeah, of that yeah. game. 
<laughs> well, uh, well, first of all, we, th- you know, we thought that the game would be it was going to be off because, <laughs> to be honest, it was rock hard to pitch. At least, at least half it was. Yeah. Um, I, think, I think Ray they, Wilkins did his best to get it called off, didn't he? Oh, they did not fancy. He was fuming, um, absolutely fuming in the rest here all the time. We were, you know, we were running around and saying, "Oh, it's fine," and that. And we knew it wasn't. You know, it, it wasn't great in, in part. Um, and he and he, <laughs> he played it. We couldn't believe it. Um, you know, we were we just wanted to play. It was a great opportunity for us to play against what you what were then a top six, a top six team. Um, you know, they were fly, uh, flying at the time. Trevor Sinclair, Ray Wilkins, Les Ferdinand, um, Barker. Uh, uh, was it Clive Wilson? You know, most of the team were interna- were in- internationals, three or four England internationals. So it was great for us to, you know, to have a go. Um, so we were right up for it. So it didn't matter what we were playing on. You know, the, we were just happy to be on the same pitch as some of these players. Um, and uh, um, yeah, it didn't it didn't start off great because you know Sam Barker. I think it was Barker scored earlyish earlyish in the game, and you think, oh god, you know. Could be one of them days, but um, it all turned round uh, after that. Yeah, yeah. And then Kev scored the equaliser. You know, Tony Barris was injured and was playing. Uh, well, yeah. QPR players were saying that he was offside, interfering with play. He was lying on the floor, so obviously not interfering with <laughs> play. And Kev just Never. kind of stuck it in the bottom corner. Yeah, but we yeah. But, uh, but we 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 played them off the park second half. Oh, if you if you oh, we, watch it back, there's only one team in it. Oh, we look, we played really, really well that day. Um, you know, we were far the better team. Um, we, we were look, we we were just so so up for it. Um, I just don't think we were ever going to lose that game. Um, and Kev's Kev's finish was top top draw. The ball, the, the way he brought the ball down and finished it. You know, doesn't get credit for those sort of goals that. that that he did score, um, and yeah, Bass probably did did get an assist because he was somewhere in the middle of the, the <laughs> middle of the penalty area, lay down. Um, but you need those little, little bits of luck. Um, and, and to be fair, we didn't we didn't need any luck on that day. We um, you know we were so good, and that was such a such a good finish by Kev. And then we went in half time and were full of confidence that we could go out and finish it off in the second half. Yeah, it, it was building though the atmosphere. It was just yeah, you could sense we were going to score at some point. Um, but like you say, we were we were the better, by far the better team, and we had one cleared off the line, and it was building. I was <clears throat> excuse me, I was in the railway end that day, and you could just feel it. Get it was like the tension was building, and you just thought we're going to score, we're going to win. Um, so we've got what twenty minutes left. And we get a free kick about halfway halfway between the penalty area and the halfway line, and Wardy steps up. So, what happens next? <laughs> well, look, he's definitely he's not meant to put it where he's put it. Uh, he's he's gone to flip, you know, he's gone to clip it. I think round the far post, but he's just. I think he's just caught it. He hasn't caught it quite well enough. Um, but there's, the, the, I'm just making a run towards the ball, and and it's just when sometimes you just just 
everything that happens just perfectly for you. You know, just the line of the ball, the height of the ball, everything. You know, I can just see it all the way coming to me. Um, and I think uh, the centre-half slipped, just slipped as we both went to run. He slipped. That just gave me a little bit of time to just get get a volley off. Um, and I've just, you know, I've probably never hit a, never hit a ball so sweet in my life. Uh, and to to hit that, and then I'm, you know, then I'm right behind, and I can just see it's going in. And I, oh, you know, I talked about my celebrations and that. I just, I've just completely lost it. It's just one of those, <laughs> it's just one of those moments. And, and I'm just, you know, I'm just running towards it. I'm just run, running towards a crowd, and like because it was so high, you couldn't even get on top of the, you couldn't get on the fence and get in amongst the crowd. Cause, you know, I've, you know, I would have been in the crowd if. Uh, if I could have, you know, and you just couldn't get in. You just couldn't get in the crowd. It was too high, uh, the fence. So, um, yeah, it was just an amazing, amazing feeling uh, when that ball at the back of the net. Um, so, Wardy will say he meant it and it was a great assist, but uh, uh, I don't think he did. <laughs> I can still picture in my mind's eye, even now, even now when I'm talking about it, that um, Ben Roberts outstretched arm as the ball goes past him into the corner. I can still picture it now, that exact moment. It's weird how, how your mind works and you remember these things. But um, it was absolute bedlam on the railway end at that point. It was just, I mean, I'd grown up around um, sort of noisy crowds and terracing and things like that. Uh, so I was used to it, even though I was only still quite young. But that that sort of 30 seconds after the goal, it was. I ended up about 10 yards away from where I was stood. <laughs> it was It was just ridiculous because I was only like a little skinny sort of 14-year-old at the time. So, um, but yeah, it was It was just absolute bedlam. It was, it still, still gives me goosebumps thinking about that. Yeah, it was, cra- it was crazy the scenes behind the goal. It was just, it was just, it was madness. It was, it, you know, it was just brilliant. You know, it, it was just brilliant. Then you've got, you know, then you've got to go again. And, you know, still a long, a fair bit to go in the game. But we, you know, we were so strong that day. There the, 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 no way we were going to, we were going to lose that, uh, lose that game and, and not go through. And then, then you get the scenes at the end, you know, and get, and all the fans coming on and oh, just brilliant, you know, getting carried off me and Kev were carried off and uh, just something that will live and stay with you forever. You know, you know, one of the greatest memories, you know, I've got in football. He's um, just brilliant. And then great to, to share that in the dressing room with, with, with all the lads, you know, afterwards and then all the, all the coverage we got in the newspapers and, you know, we were on the on the back shock sport, uh, shock port, and all all that sort of thing. It, you know, it was brilliant. The publicity we got, um, yeah, what what a, what a day. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I it, it's difficult going on. You know, invading the pitch after a big win in them days because you had to get over that fence. It's not. Know, it's not. I, it's not easy. Like now, kids have got it easy <laughs> now, aren't they? But, but but back then, I had to get over that that fence. It took a lot of effort. I'm telling you. <laughs> Um, but we were on match of the day that night, weren't we? Yeah. 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 And it was like the first time I'd ever seen County on match of the day. And we got like 20 minutes. It wasn't like just the showing the goals at the end. It was like a proper full feature, wasn't it? It was 
great. I remember going to school on the Monday and everyone going, hey, County, we're on the... Because I'm like the only County fan at, at school. Hey, County, we're on, on match that I don't know, yeah. Great, wasn't it? Yeah, just, I just loved it. Like you say, the publicity we got, you know, loads of, um, you know, with the papers and everything and, um, you know, the build-up to the, the draw and who we might get and things like that. And Danny was uh, interviewed for Match of the Day as well, wasn't he? And, it was, yeah, it was, it was just a great time. Such a, such a great time. So, yeah, and I think that, that goal got in the, on the shortlist as well for the goal of the month as well, I think. Oh, so, not it? Did it? Yeah. Well, we. Um, I remember this thing. <laughs> we 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 ran a um, World Cup of County goals, you know, and the and the fans voted for him. I mean, yours didn't win because I don't know if you've seen Stephen Gleason's from the playoffs in the mid mid to late two thousands, but I think yours was definitely definitely up there, wasn't it, Dave? If, if, if memory serves me right. Yeah, I haven't got the I've got the list to hand, but yeah, I think it probably made the quarter final. Yeah. Easy. Did it not make the semis because of the importance of it? Yeah, I don't know. Possibly. We'll find out, and I'll message you. But yeah, it was definitely uh, definitely a later later rounds. The other thing I wanted to ask you just about that season, while you're on, it's looking at the player stats for that season. Joel Cantona made three substitute appearances. Do you remember Mm -hmm. Joel? Do you remember Joel Joel? I guess I guess he was called. Do you remember Cantona? I do, I do, I do now. You've mentioned it. I do, I, I do. I do. Um, yeah, I remember there's quite a bit of there's quite a bit of um, interest in that, but um, it certainly wasn't. An, it wasn't Eric Cantona. There's no, uh, there was no resemblance to that. I think there was a lot of banter going on about uh, about Joel, and, um, but um, yeah, I do remember him being at the club for a little bit. Yeah, and and the, I mean the rumours. I don't know if it was at the time, but certainly afterwards, I, I remember hearing it that he was just there to keep his brother company because his brother was played for United and he was just in the area, so got him a club at, at, at County. Is there any is there any truth in that? I I don't know because I, I don't know the ins and outs of that, but I did hear something like that around the time, so that's all I'd say. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was about that time, wasn't it? I mean, I remember not long yeah. after. Was it Graham Sooners? Yeah. Graham Sooners having Ali Die come on yeah. trial and playing, yeah. <laughs> coming on for Latis. <laughs> yeah. So it was. It wouldn't have been beyond the realms of possibility, would it, <laughs> for that to happen? Well, while we're just going on about this at the end of that season, <clears throat> the pitch took a bit of a battering, didn't it? After after the pitch invasion against QPR, and it was we had loads of games called off and things like that. So we ended up playing so three or four times a week towards the end of the season, didn't we? And we lost a bit of momentum. I think we only won two or three of the last ten after being so good, like I mentioned earlier, that massive run that we had either side of Christmas where we were really good and we kind of lost a, a little bit of ground on the leaves. And I remember us playing on a Thursday night against Reading, I think. Reading, yeah. yeah, and it was a big yeah. game. The other day when they were near the top. I think they might have won the league actually that year. But I, I just remember I thought everyone just looked so knackered. <laughs> everyone just like we were playing sort of three or four times a week, and it, it just seemed to affect us a little bit going into the playoffs and that. Yeah. So what was that like? Was that 
did, did it finally, I mean, I suppose it's a, a mental thing as much as a physical thing. You sort of playing sort of three or four times a week, but they're all really high pressure games as well because we were trying to get as many points as possible to end up in the playoffs. But Yeah, cause, uh, because we, we were flying, like you say, we were flying in that season and I think it was just towards that back end, like you say, that backlog of games. And I just, you know, I do think the lads were, were tired. I know that I didn't have a great scoring record towards the end of, uh, at the end of that uh, that that season um, and I remember feeling really really tired in one in one game I, I, I think it was away at Barnet and it's just like you know you couldn't you could hardly feel your legs and I think that might you know might have gone against us uh, to a certain extent in in that we didn't go up automatically um so you know it could it could have played a, a significant part, um, you know the pitch, but um, you know we were, yeah, we, we still got to you know we still got to the final, got to the final, um, and I just I just you know that's probably the saddest time for me is that I, pl- I played every single game, and then got left out in the playoffs. Uh, I think played Chrissy and Chrissy and Kev, and I think Chrissy scored in the semi final. Yeah. Um, yeah. and he didn't and then he didn't change he didn't change it for the final and I think Burnley I, I've always done well against Burnley I think pretty much every time i played against him I've scored and I think I might have scored in both the games against Burnley that season um, and I thought he'd play me and he didn't and he didn't play me I was absolutely gutted um, that I was on the bench for that game um, and you know obviously everything went against us after I think was it Chrissy again? Did Chrissy? Someone yeah. did we go yeah. one or not? Yeah, scored after yeah, about one. about two minutes, didn't we, Chris Beaumont? Yeah, yeah. I think I think Chrissy scored scored, and then it just it just all went wrong. You know, yeah, we can only blame ourselves a lack of discipline, then being clever with it, um, and uh, you know we ended up down to down to nine men. I just remember coming on coming on. Uh, I think it's still one each at that time. Um, I think we've done really well with nine men to just hang in there, and I think he still took a shot from the edge of the box to yeah uh, to stop us going off. Um, so yeah, it was it was t- tough to take. You know, it's horrible when you sat on a bench and there's nothing you can you can do about it. Um, so uh, yeah, it's just a, it's just a great season again. You know, ends with with defeat. Yeah, yeah. So just talking about. Danny Bagara there, um, and we, like I said, we've spoken to uh, to Darren Ryan before now, who's um, had a lot, of, a lot of nice things to say about him. Um, so, what was what were your memories? What was your sort of standout Danny Bagara moment? One that you can repeat, obviously. Yeah, I, I, I can't. I can't tell you the story. I can't tell you stories you used to tell. But that was the, the key, you know. When he when he talk about things, he'd have a story, a story to it. So if it was about you know being calm in front of goal and not missing chances, you know he wouldn't say that. He would put it into like a pilot in the plane, and he's got to shoot. And if he doesn't, if he doesn't hit the target, you know. He can't. He can't be. He can't be frightened because his life's in danger. So he's got to hit the target. And if he doesn't, his life's in danger. But he'd say it in such a way, and the way, 
you know, a little bit of broken English and a few, a few swear words, it, <laughs> you know, and, and it, the, the meaning to be perfect and everything he's saying was right, but he just, it, it, I don't know whether he did it to relax you a little bit because, you know, inside you'd be laughing, but you'd know the serious, what, what he was saying was serious. So he'd have loads of these little antidotes that, that he'd come out with. And, it, you know, he was brilliant at that. Um, and, and a really, you know, a really good coach. Um, studied studied games, studied op- opposition, mad on technical side of the game, you know, working on your technique, technique, technique all the time, right foot, left foot. We used to, you know, just bend balls, drive balls, pass balls. He'd just have us doing it all all the time. Um, and, uh, you know, he, he, he was brilliant for me um, and, and brilliant for a lot of lads. You know, a lot of lads probably thank him because he was the he was the one who who set them you know on, on a path on a pathway and um, yeah you know he's probably he is the most influential manager that, that I had in my career um, and uh, knew how to get the best out of it. Yeah, yeah. Just one final thing to add with with Danny and and probably follows on a little bit from what you said there um, about working on technique is that we averaged 74 goals a season under Danny Bagara. That was just in the league <laughs> under Danny Bagara. That is this is just amazing. I remember us, you know, we I remember us scoring sort of four and five quite a bit, but I never realised that we, we averaged that many. It's never satisfied. You know, I, I, you know, if you score, scored one, he wanted to score two. If you got three, he said, you know, you should have got four or five. And he was always on to you. Would not let you. He would not let you off if you scored. You know, I think I one started the season that season. I think I started. I think I scored in the first six, the first six games. But they were all. I think they were all ones. And he said, you know, those ones should be two. You're getting satisfied with ones. There should be twos and there should be threes. <laughs> so he'd never let you. He'd never let you settle or get above yourself. Um, and. You know, he, he just he just had a way in getting the best out of you and keeping you on your toes. And um, yeah, we did. We you know we scored so many goals. We you know we were we were a, a really attacking side. Possibly you know now we probably be called a little bit direct. But um, you know when you got Wardy and, and Franey in your midfield, you know great footballers. Then you know you you have to play football. Um, so. I think it was just a, I just think we were adaptable and we could play any style of football against any any sort of team that we came up with. Good stuff. So I mean I, I was going to ask this at the end but I'll ask it now. What what so if you know all that considered what what was your favorite county moment or your you know favorite moment in the county shirt? Well, uh, look, the QPR the QPR has got to be you know yeah. that that moment um, look, if that if that had been the only thing I, I'd ever done in football, then I'd been you know I'd been so happy. You know, it was just it just just fantastic uh, to score a winning goal in an FA Cup tie at home in front of you, you know in front of a, a massive ground crowd. Um, you can't ask for for any more as a player, um, and yeah, it's just it's just. Just something that you know, talk about you know, it gets talked about still now, you know, and um, you're very lucky when you get a moment that that gets talked about years and years and years down the, uh, down the road. So, um, yeah, special special moment for me personally, and obviously a big moment for the club and, and the players at, at that time. 
Um, you know, I think it's nice that we're nice we remember for like a positive thing because because quite a lot of things probably you say oh well lost in four four FA Cup uh, sorry four Wembley finals and that um, you know it, it takes a lot to, to keep getting to finals it, even though that you know we lost them um, it's no mean achievement to get up the next season and go and do it again and, and then go and do it again so um, yeah it was a it was a great great team and um, you know just being part of that team as well. You know, being part of the, those lads, you know, that that's a, a massive, you know, a massive part of my life and uh, uh, something I always remember. Hello, fellow county fans. I just want to take a moment of your time to tell you about this Scarf Begar Award blog. Each month, I bring you my thoughts and reaction to all the latest games and news. Plus, there's a veritable cornucopia of other articles that are there for your viewing pleasure. Check out www.scarfbegardawar.co.uk. Now back to the podcast. Good stuff. So after that, then that's how you got your move to Crystal Palace. Um, so pre- I mean, massive move for you because I think they, were they in the Premier League at the time? Yeah, they've just gone up. They've just gone up. So we, you know, we just we we weren't on great money at that time. You know, we probably were the lowest paid. In uh, in the league in League One, and there was always a joke that every time you went in for a rise, um, you, you knew it was going to be like twenty five pound a week, um, and uh, you know, and everybody come out uh, laughing and joking at what you know what you've been offered uh, another twenty five pound a week, and it, it, you know it was just a standing joke, you know that that's the way it was, and it was just it just come to that it come to that point where I think my contract was up and it was before the Bosman rolling um, and it was going to be you know we started to talk, talk about about money and stuff like that and it was again it was another it was another 25 pound a week rise and you know I scored 30 goals I'm thinking 25 pound a week right right okay um, but you know I, I, I would have signed you know I would have signed it and a lot of the lads just did sign it because you know they just they, they just enjoy playing uh, for, for Stockport, enjoy playing for, for Danny, uh, enjoy being in, in that dressing room. So it did take a while for that team to, to disperse and, and, and go. But I think once one, one or two went, then a few followed quickly. Um, and, you know, just they just decided that, they, you know, they'd, they'd cash in on me, really. And, um, you know, Alan Smith... Um, Paid, I think they paid three hundred and fifty thousand for me, um, and I think one of the big reasons was we were talking about before was Ray Wilkins. Ray Wilkins um, signed for Palace at the same time. Apparently, he spoke to Alan Smith and said, "You need, you need to sign him," uh, and he was going off that performance uh, against QPR. Um, so that was quite a quite a big influence in, in the move. That's um, that's something to tell the grandkids, isn't it? That an England international recommended you for a move to the Premier League. I mean, that's <laughs> that's fantastic. Well, I, again, you know, the, the, it's getting that move to the Premier League. Although I'd done really well at, at Stockport, again, this is like, whoa, hold on a minute, mm. Premier League, no way. There's no way. There's no way I'm I'm good enough for for the Premier League. Um, so when I started there, you know, you go with your doubts, but. 
to be fair, when I first went there, I don't know. I think they must have been looking at the wrong person because they're saying, oh, they seem to be frightened of me, you know, in training, thinking, you know, I'm going to album him and this and that, and he's horrible and all that. And I think, well, I'm sure they've got me mixed up with Kevin yet. <laughs> I'm the software. Uh, so it, I sort of went with a little bit of reputation with, within the uh, within the dressing room of, of being a bit horrible and, and that. Um, but, you know, Ray Wilkins was a massive influence for me, especially early on, um, just giving me that confidence and saying, look, you, you know, you're good enough to play in the Premier League. I'm telling you, you know, you've got to believe in yourself. Um, you know, and he had a few chats with me. Um, and when someone like Ray Wilkins is telling you that, you mm-hmm. think, wow, wow. Um, Okay, if he's telling me, then you know I'm, you know I must be half decent. Um, and going back to Stockport, you know David Frame was was important for me as well because he 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 said to me he said to me when I was playing he said you will you will end up playing in you're playing the Premier League, and I was like shut up Frainy. Uh He said I'm guaranteed pretty you're playing the Premier League, and that was um, probably halfway through that first that first season that I had. Um, so. You know, that, those sort of things that players can say to you can just help you. And, you know, it's great great to, you know, to have those players in the dressing rooms. They're so, so important. You know, you don't know when you're in dressing what, how important you can be to a teammate, um, just saying the right thing and helping them through. So, you know, I never forgot that sort of thing uh, that Franey did for me and, uh, and especially, you know, what, what Ray said to me. Yeah, yeah. When you went to, I may I may be wrong here, so please feel free to correct me. When you went to Palace, Chris Armstrong was there, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, did you play in the same yeah, team at Wrexham? People, people did say they only signed signed uh, me because I was his mate, and it was to keep Chris at the club. So you know, there might have been a bit of truth in that as well. I don't know. <laughs> you'd, have to, you'd have to ask uh, Alan Smith about that. Um, but, yeah, I played with Chris at, uh, at Wrexham and, he, you know, he's my best mate um, at that time. Um, so, you know, that was that was interesting, teaming up with him again. Um, as, we, you know, we'd both been at Wrexham yeah. as young lads. And then the next minute we're both playing in the in the Premier League together, which was just... Uh, Again, it's another pinch yourself moment. Is this really happening? Yeah. What was the step up like? Because obviously you were playing in what is now League One, and then up two divisions to to the to the very top. So was there was there a noticeable difference? Oh, training! You know, training was hundred mile an hour. It was just so fast. It was just uh, just a massive, massive step up in, of intensity. Um, just flat out. Every session was was it was just flat out. Um, and then when you played, when you played in the games, I, I, honestly, I was struggling ever to get my breath. Uh, it was just, uh, it looks, you know, when you watch on the TV, it looks a little, you know, slow. But honestly, it's, it felt like hundred, way quicker than than uh, League One. It's so fast. Um, so yeah, that was that was a a shock at how. How intense it was, and 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 um, how fit you had to be. It was just a, another level completely. Um, but you know, I had a I had a decent start. Um, first game, first game was against Liverpool. Start of the season, um, and I got carried off, so I was out for the next couple of games. Um, 
stupidly, I thought that I could get the better of Jan Molby and David James uh, <laughs> in, in, some sort of, in some sort of sandwich. Um, and I come off worse, got carried off and thought, that's the end of my career. Because at, at that moment when I got carried off, couldn't feel anything in, in, in the side of me side of my body um, it was it was horrible you know I remember sitting in hospital um, thinking I'm you know I'm never gonna I'm not gonna play again and the, and the score kept coming through from the game and it was like we ended up losing six six one six two I think you know it's quite a famous opening day game um, we lost six one at home but a few games a few games later I was back playing um, and then I had a really good start score four goals in a week. You know, I've got, I've got four goals in my first seven games in the Premier League. And I'm thinking, whoa, no. Again, I'm thinking, what is happening here? This can't be right. This can't be right. How, how is this happening to me? Um, but that's as, you know, that's as good as it got. But for those, for that week or for that month or whatever it is, you know, it's just just a crazy time for me. And just, uh, just amazing being at the top of the game and doing and doing so well um, in that period. So, yeah, it was uh, it was a it was a decent a decent enough start, and you know, and in that squad we had some some good players who went on to, to do some really really good things. Like obviously Southgate's gone on to be England manager, um, play for England. Chris Coleman's gone on to be Wales manager. Ian Dowie went on to be uh, Northern Ireland manager. So a lot of top players were, were in that uh, in that team. Just casually name dropping in international. Yeah, I just, <laughs> just wrote for me. <laughs> I, 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 do, I do remember at the time, Preece, I mean, uh, watching Match of the Day and, and being proud of what you were doing in the Premier League because I, I, I look fondly on players anyway that have, that have played for County and obviously you're bit of a legend so you, 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 you I mean Dave will tell you you know we look out for county players that have, that have played for us I just, I just remember thinking yeah. you know wow he's on match of the day he's, he's, he's signed from county and you could tell your mates you know yeah he signed from county I mean I, I do it to me lad now my lad's 12 and I, I, I you know Ashley Williams on to he used to play for county and Wales captain uh, I do you know that, that kind well. of thing it's, um yeah. But yeah, I remember being really proud. I was, I was similar. I was similar. I like, you know, I used to go back and watch match of the day, and I'm on match of the day. You know, <laughs> I, you know, talking talking about me on match of the day score, and and it's it's surreal. You know, it is surreal for 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 when you've been, like I say, being a fan and watched it, and then suddenly you're out there doing it, and you're on there. It's just like. <laughs> What's going on here? What is? It's just mad, you know. And my mum and dad get taping it, and, and <laughs> you know, it's just, yeah. I've been so, you know, I just feel so lucky that, um, you know, I've experienced, I've experienced that, and um, it was a brilliant, brilliant, brilliant time. Look, I would, you know, I, I wasn't good enough for that level, but I had a little period where, you know. For a little moment, you know, I just had that couple of weeks where, you know, I was decent. I was decent at the time. But, uh, uh, yeah, it was a, a brilliant year. And we, a cup, we got to the semi-final of the FA Cup, semi-final of the League Cup. You know, I played in both those, uh, on both the League Cup games against Liverpool. Um, and just just brilliant memories. Good stuff, and then I, I, if if we can, if we can, I don't, I don't want to completely skip over Blackpool and and straight to Berry, but I'd, I'd like to talk about your managerial career and 
and and you know your coaching career and things like that. Because um, I think that started at Berry, didn't it? Yeah. You know, when you got yeah. to the management side of things. Um, so did that did that happen um, purely out of you know that you were offered the player manager, and is that when you started to think about coaching and your badges and all that kind of thing, or did, was that something you were doing already? I just I literally just started about a few months ago and taken one or two reserve games. Um, and, you know, that, that was as much, I think I just started my, started my B license. Um, cause I think you, you didn't have to go through your level ones, level twos and stuff like that. I think you just went straight onto your B license. So we just started that. Um, and then Neil Warnock, Neil Warnock left to go to Sheffield United and, you look around the dressing room, and I was probably the mo- one of the most senior players, along with Steve Redmond and the chairman. Then just because it was it was a shock, he wasn't expecting it, um, so he hadn't planned for anything. He just said, "Look, can you two just look after it while I get a manager?" And we're looking at each other, going, "What is he serious? Put us to put us to each other? No way!" We, we said, "Yeah, go on. We, you know, we'll have a go." So at, at that point, we. You know, we didn't think anything would, would come of it. We just thought we we're going to do it for a game. He'll bring a manager in. Um, and, you know, it just all sort of snowballed from then. Good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's interesting because this, this is the part that interests, that interests me and, you know, the, the, the badgy side of it and, and the management side of it. So... Um, I'm just, I'm just, I mean, I'm just looking. I probably remembered all this at the time through playing Championship Manager and whatnot. But I did, I, what I didn't realise was that you you signed David David Nugent. Is that right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I signed. Um, I signed new. I think it was the second second year that I was manager. Um, so I took it as caretaker. And and to be fair, the club at that point was. Was in a bit of turmoil with um, the fans hated Neil Warnock, and I mean they really hated him. Um, I think he took over from Stan Turner, and I don't think him and Stan Turner got on really well. Stan Turner is an absolute legend at, at Berry, so yeah. Yeah, it was just horrible. It was a horrible place to be, you know, playing in the atmosphere was horrible. So it's a tough, tough place to be. And to be fair, we, we just. You know, when when I took over with Redders, um, you know, we, we managed just to get the players playing and, and just relaxed. And the fans seemed to just get, just seemed to get behind us a little bit. And we just got a bit of momentum. And I think that then, I think Terry saw that, that, that um, you know, it was turning the club around a little bit in in a good feeling. And, and he, you know, he, he gave me that, that opportunity, which is, you know, you just sometimes you just have to take opportunities when they come along, and yeah. um, he gave me that. You know, I didn't get it until the end of the season. I must have been one of the longest caretakers ever. You know, it's from December right the way through to the end of the season before he actually gave it me. Um, but then he, he gave me the job, um, and I think it might have been the following season. I I, I think I signed Nuji. Um, he'd been trialing around a few clubs. Um, and he came in, sixteen-year-old, and straight away, I just, I, I just knew there was something. There was just a hunger about him. When, so when you go back to Danny Bagar and saying, uh, saying to me, I want, you know, when you score one, don't be satisfied. One, go and get two. If you got two, don't be satisfied. Two, uh, go and get three. 
Well, he played in this in, in this reserve game, and he'd scored he'd scored one, um, and then he, he went and got and scored a, a second one, and then he's I think we broke from the edge of the box, and he's he's really deep. He's really deep. he's behind. Uh, it might, might have been a corner. He'd been pulled back from a corner, and we're uh, I think we're two probably two one up with a minute to go or something like that. Normally, you just run and take it in the corner. Well, we broke away. And Nuge sprinted behind the lad with the ball. And he has sprinted, sprinted right past him. The lad's put, put him in and he's ended up getting scoring a hat-trick. And I could just see that hunger and what Danny was saying to me in him. Uh, and I just thought, this lad's, this lad's going to have a, have a chance. Um, and, you know, I took him I, I took him off that. Um, and, it, you know, he just went on to, you know, to be, uh, well, one in one for England, so that's not that's not a bad way to, to finish an England career. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you ended up. Uh, I think I remember the goal actually for England. He was on the line once it, and I think he smashed it. Yeah, in. he was. He just he, still, he nicked it. He nicked yeah. it off someone. Was it? Yeah, he did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, they you, so they offered you the job at Berry. Had Redmond already gone by that point? Then, or was did he just fancy still being a player? Because he did he go play for? Well, we were, or? Yeah, we were. So we took it together, and then you know, it, it come, uh, you know, Redders didn't really, he didn't really want to, you know, do do this, go out the scouting and things like that. And he just a lot, you know, you're better doing it, and uh, you know, how he, he liked his family and stuff like that. He wasn't ready to, to commit to to that that side of the game. So you know, I just ended up being, you know, being the manager um, in that partnership, and then. Um, at the end, like I said, at the end of the season, yeah, you get, you get me that, get me the job full time. Good stuff. And all the while, you know, you threw, you threw your career then from Berry. I think it was Worcester. You, next, you obviously you played for earlier in your career in Northwich, and then into the Welsh Premier. Uh, was you take? Was you continually doing your your um, qualifications on the side then, or, or did you already already box them off by the time you got to Worcester or? No, it was, it was um, yeah, it was difficult because I was still playing, so I was still quite an quite an influential player on the pitch. So um, you know, I was player manager at the time. I had Redders, but Redders was playing as well. Um, so you know, I was doing quite a lot, or pretty much all of it myself. So it, it was it was difficult then to I, I finished off my B license, but then it was difficult then to get in as well and do my A license. Um, I did ask for some help at the time, and I just I just remember you know them saying no we can't do this and we can't do that and we can't help you with that. And then I look at it today and they almost you know they bend over backwards to help people now. But back then you know they they wouldn't help me, um, and you know that that was frustrating. So I had to put that you know I had to stop that learning, and I and I just had to I had to learn on the job really, um, and. You know, it was probably the I couldn't have had a better education at, at Berwick because uh, as soon as uh, Warnock left, then uh, Terry Robinson left, the, the chairman. So then I had two directors take over who hadn't been in charge of a club before, um, and then the uh, the investor had, um, had got in trouble uh, with some of his investments and was in investigation all his money got frozen so then we lost all that so suddenly we've gone from uh, a quite a secure 
secure place to where you know we're facing administration. So I've gone through administration in the in the in that um, second season. Um, so you just have to get rid of everybody, sell everybody, and, and start again. You know, and this is my first job. I'm player manager. I've got no assistant at this time, and you just have to think on your feet. Um, so it's a great education for me. Um, and then, you know, I've got Billy Air in to help me because um, you know I felt I needed some experience to learn on uh, learn off. Unfortunately, you know, he he got cancer and um, and passed away, and then I brought Graham Barrow in. Another, you know, another experienced um, uh, assistant, um, and you know, and then we finished, you know, we finished off getting into the playoffs in, in League Two with the with the lowest, one of the lowest budgets in the league. So it was, you know, it was just again another pinch moment where you think, well, hold on a minute, how has this happened? Um, and and I haven't, you know, at that point, I've not got my, I haven't got my A license. I'm wanting to do it, but I haven't got it. So. That you know, after I left, after I left Berry, um, that's when you know that's when I did my uh, did my A license um, while I was at uh, while I was at Worcester um, and in Northwich, and then I did my uh, pro license when I went to Wales uh, with Airbus, um, and so I got fully fully qualified. Um, so yeah, so there was a lot of learning without. You know, without getting that first bit of learning on the job, rather than getting your badges and then doing the job, it was like doing the job and then get then getting your getting your badges while you're trying to do the job. So it was it was a funny way round, but I think um, I wouldn't have had it any other way because um, you know you just you, you have to think for yourself. There's no, you know there's no there's no manual or anything that you, that you can go back to. You've got to think, you've got to think for yourself. So you, you have to put your own ideas and do what you think, what you think's right. So I think that helped me a lot. Yeah. And then, yeah, I, I mean, it sounds like you've got, you know, a lot, you've had a lot of experiences in sort of in the game on the pitch and off it. Um, and, and an Airbus uh, in the, in the Welsh premier, I'm not sure they're there anymore. Are they? I think, I think they're in the regional leagues now. Um, I might be wrong. Yeah. Um, but you got them to the Europa Europa League, did you? I'm reading twice in successive seasons. Yeah, we did three. We did three years in a row. Um, right. It, I, you know, I was a bit frustrated because, like I said, Barry, I, I, uh, we got into the playoffs uh, in League Two. Um, and next season, we were five points off the playoffs, um, and I talked about the financial problems, and they made a decision to let me go. You know, and and they did say it was for financial financial reasons uh, more than anything else. Um, and then I, you know, and then I never got another opportunity. And I, you know, I just thought, well, how am I not getting another opportunity? And so I went. To, so I had to go at, at Worcester. Did uh, after going to Carlisle as a player, um, I went to Worcester, which probably you know, again, his hometown club. Possibly, I jumped into too quick. Wanted to take them into the league, but you know, it's you know we had three three uh, finishes in, inside the, the, the top ten, uh, pushing for the playoffs and a, a good FA Cup run. Then I went to Northwich um, again. You know, we got I think we were second in the league um, in the semi-finals of the FA Trophy as a uh, one of the lowest ranked teams in the competition and. 
Um, again, we you know we had that FA Cup win over Charlton, um, another good FA Cup run. But I wasn't getting anywhere. I wasn't getting another opportunity. So I took the I took a what I thought was a calculated risk in going to Wales to what what is a factory team. Um, and having a go at getting them into Europe, I thought, well, maybe that people might take notice of that because um, you know they've never never finished in the top half, always fighting relegation. Uh, and like like you just said, we we finished in in second place in the in the first full season, um, second the following season, third the following season, got into Europe, um, and we only you know we of all of the six. Six legs we played in Europe. We only we only lost two. We drew, you know we drew four of them, you know, and these were against teams from Norway and Croatia uh, and Latvia. So I, you know, I, I, it went really really well, but again, it didn't lead to anything. And um, you know, it's it pr- probably you know the frustrating part of my career more than anything, where I think I probably overachieved as a player. I just think I'm probably under underachieving where I think I should be as as a, as a manager. And it, you know. There's nothing you can. There's not a lot you can do about that because um, that's people's choice, and, and rather than what you, you know, you can't do something to make yourself get that job. You know, um, so yeah, it's been been frustrating, you know, for a few years. Um, but you know, I've ended up at Chorley, and you know, I couldn't work for better people there, um, and uh, you know, they've looked after me and um, seen me for what I can do. Um, you know, and hopefully, I've repaid that to them um and uh, you know i'm really grateful that they they could see that and um, you know it's a it's somewhere where, where i'm really happy at this minute in time although i've still got that burning ambition to to manage yeah and and i i saw your interview on the pfa not long ago as well um you know when we you were talking about opportunities for for, for black managers um and you you were you know, very sort of passionate about that. Is is that something that 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 sticks in your in your head as well? And you know, because I think you said on that interview, you've you've had these managerial jobs, you've done your time in academies, you know, you've been a player at the highest level. Okay, you say it was a small, a short stint, only four goals, but Preci, you played in the Premier League, so you know, you, no one's going to take that away from you. Is is that something that? That you know, it always comes. You know, it always comes back to you. And I mean, because you know, I I see football from the outside in, and I've got a couple of me. You know, me, I've got me level two, and it does feel like it's a closed shop, and it is jobs for the boys. Is that is that something you would you would resonate with? Well, definitely, uh, it's definitely who you know. Um, mm. You know, the business is a new you know business. Yeah, it's yeah. not. It's not on. Uh, it's not on. Uh, you know, some some people get jobs on on what they've what they've done. They, you know, they've had good spells. They've taken teams up, so they get another opportunity. But there's a, there's many many more that uh, get opportunities, and you and you look and you think, well, hold on a minute, how's that happened? So, mm. um, you know, that's a frustrating part of management and, and coaching. Um, but uh, you know, as far as the, the you know the color thing is. I, I, it's just, it's just when you look at the, the numbers, they don't add up. You know, it don't matter how you look at look at it, what you say, numbers don't add up. The percentages are not are not there. So, you know, the the, the I don't think there's a, an argument the other, you know, against that. Um, but you can't give up, so you have got to keep going. And what I probably say in those interviews is that just 
you know, just I kept saying tick boxes, and the lads have been taking the taking the Mickey, a Mickey army, and saying, "Oh, have you, tick, have you ticked another box today? Have you ticked another box?" But it is that you know you've got to you know lads were coming out of academies, you know. So I went and worked in academies while I was still while I was still managing because I didn't want that to be aimed against me that I didn't I work with young players, you know. So you know, and then being experienced and and things like that. So I just wanted all that covered so that. When people say at the end of an interview, you know, if if I'm lucky enough to get an interview, uh, this is the reason, then it's something that I can go and work on and get better at. I just want to get better. I just want to improve. I just want to. I just want to make sure that I've I've um, covered everything. So that's sort of my. That's more my frustration um, that, than anything. And you, look, you can't get you can't be given something without putting the work in. So. You know, I know there's people who think, well, I shouldn't have to do with badges because I played in the Premier League or I played for England or I played for wherever. You know, that, go and do your badges. Just don't, don't. You know, go and do it. Show, show that you're hungry and go and do that. Um, so, I, you know, I don't think you should ever be given anything. But um, I think when you, you know, when I look at what I've done, I just feel that like I should be, should be getting that opportunity. And you know, if I don't say it, no one else is going to say it for me. And you know, I, I'm not going to go, you know, in 15 years' time or 10 years' time or whatever it is and say, oh, God, I wish I'd said something. I wish I'd, I'd spoken up a, a little bit more. So, um, yeah, it is one of my frustrations. It's something that, you know, I'm just going to keep working at, keep being successful, keep trying hard, keep improving. Um, and I still believe that, you know, whether it's with, with Jamie and taking Chorley into the Football League, um, you know, that that's that possibility over the next, you know, over the next four or five years, we can definitely do that. Um, or whether in another opportunity comes uh, with Jamie or on my own or whatever it is, I just feel that something will happen. And, um, you know, you've just got to believe in that or else, you know, you've, you've got nothing to aim for. And, um, you know, I am still really ambitious. Um, and I'm at a club that's, that's, really ambitious as well and looking to to kick on as you can see in, you know in the in the cup and the, the way things have changed you know this year at the club you know we're really trying to prepare that if we do get in the position that we did with with Stockport last time that you know we're, we're ready yeah yeah I mean the two lads that you've sent to us on loan they're, they're great really are great um, but just just <laughs> just lastly actually <laughs> so we want to keep them um, <laughs> but uh, last, lastly just just as we finish because um, we're probably taking up too much of your time but just thinking about that whole you know what you've said about having all those experiences at, at the level you've had them as well it's, you know going into the Europa alright the, the, you know the Welsh Premier is not probably considered um, it's probably on a par with National League I guess um, in terms of quality I'm, I'm guessing or maybe or maybe national north and south but with all those experiences you've had you know would have you ever gone for the county job because we've had low you know we've had people who, who i would consider a lot less a lot less qualified than you um, yeah. and they've just they've just rocked up and they've been our manager and made made a pig's ear of it um so i just wondered have you ever been for the county job first question um. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> um, no, I, look, I, I've had experience. You know, I've managed 
see, people don't go, go back and forget about Berry, but you know, I managed to, uh, 150 games in League One, uh, yeah. 80 games in, in League Two. People think, oh, he's never managed at that level. <laughs> you know, managed at, at that level, managed it in the in National League, or managed in the National League North and the, in in Europe, in in the Welsh League, whatever standard you say that is. You know, up to the to, to League One. So I've had that. So um, I've. Uh, yeah, I have. You know, I've, I think I've been. You know, I think I've been pretty close. I think on one or two occasions, I do think I should. You know, being honest, I do think I should. I should have got it. I think I was in a position. I was in a position where um, I had. A, I had a team that 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 could have. It could have got out the, the, the conference north um, quite quite comfortably at at a point during. The time that Stockport have been in, have been in that, and I, you know, I was absolutely devastated when I didn't get when I didn't get that opportunity. Um, you know, it, it it would be, you know, managing one of your one of your old clubs is is a dream job for anybody. So, you know, I you know I you know it's something that that I thought I, I thought I was going to get, but you know, it just didn't happen, and and just that. That's the way it is, you know. A decision was made, and and you have to accept that, and um, and you move and it, and you move on, and you keep going. Yeah, well, I'd love to know who got it instead of you. Yeah, good, good question, that Ross. I'll just I'll just leave it I'll just leave it at that. I'm not saying that you know that any of the other people are you know are poor managers or anything like that. I just thought at that time yeah. it was just I just think I was in, in a really good position to, to, to with what everything that was around me and and sort of players I could bring in and everything. I just thought thought it was just Perfectly set, and and uh, we could, you know, uh, could have got, you know, could have gone up, um, and uh, it's just, you know, it's just, it's just history, you know, it's 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 things in the past, but you know, you've asked me a question, I'm just answering it honestly. Yeah, no, no. Well, Precy, I'm sure, I'm sure Dave's with me on this. Uh, you know, you don't you don't need to say it. I will. Uh, probably apart from Jim, and I don't know if it was Jim that you went up against, so we don't you don't need to go into that. But every other manager. I'd have had you above all of the others. Yeah, and I'm probably Dave. I think you probably wouldn't have that, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, it's not even close. <laughs> I know. You know, we had we had a, we had a bloke. You probably know, Precy. We had a bloke from bloody I don't know where he was from. The, the Eastern Bloc, one of the Eastern Bloc countries. Um, Darye Kalasic, and it was like, what, what, who? You know, we would have much rather have had somebody who was a hit, a, a legend, managed at a higher level, got you know, been in Europa League with with uh, with Airbus. Happy days, we, you know. We, we, yeah, you know, that's what yeah. we were thinking. So I'll say it for you anyway, Precy. There you go. Well, it was. I just, I knew, you know, I just knew that level inside out. So, mm. um, you know, I just thought it was crying. I'm not saying for me, but someone like, you know, it's someone like that with that. Um, but uh, yeah, no, you're right there, Russ. And and not only that, who knows the lower leagues quite well, having you know played. Manage there, also understands the club as well. Understands get, the fans, yeah, yeah, get, yeah. Get, gets the club, yeah, yeah. Good stuff, right? Well, I think I think we'll wrap it up there because I think we've taken up too, you know, taken up too much of your time. So um, I enjoyed it, you know. I just I, 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 
you know, it was a great time for me. So, um, you know, and, you know, I've got, you know, Johnston Smith's come to you now um, on, on the recruitment side who was at Chorley. And, um, mm. you know, he, you know, he taught, you know, I told him what the club was like and he's just, he can't believe, you know, he just can't believe how big a club it, it, it is, you know, Stockport County. And, uh, you know, he's he's loving it. And, um, you know, he's brought in, you know, a few players that have done really, really, really well. So, um, and then you've, you know, you've got a couple of our players as well. So, um, there's, there's a bit of a, there's still a bit of a, a link there that, um, you know, with, with and I know there was that rivalry between Chorley and Stockport, and uh, <laughs> uh, you know it's. Uh, Didn't want to mention know, it. I, I, it's just well, you can mention it. We can have a bit of banter about it. You know, it was. You know, we both went up in the end, so that's all that matters. Um, <laughs> we, but you know that. I think that you know the clubs now. You know, just it, it's only going in one direction. You know, and um, obviously. Jim Jim going was was a was a big uh, a big decision, um, but um, you know the the club you know can only go one way. It's, you know, and it, uh, from where it's been to to have these people in and putting the sort of money and investment which they've shown, you know, in the last week, uh, it can't be long. It can't be long before back to to those sort of levels that that, that um, I was playing at. Can't wait. <laughs> it's been too long. Just a bit of patience, mate. Just a little bit of patience. I know <laughs> it's got to be now. It's got to be this season. It's got to be this, you know. But uh, you know, it's yeah. just making sure you're ready, ready for the next level, and then you can kick on again and go again. So um, um, it, it, it's 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 a matter of time. I'm sure of it. Yeah, we we have had a lot of that in the amongst the fans of you know we were we were pre-season favourites and. Because we because we have got this 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 um, infrastructure now and, and and the funding behind it, it's it's almost like the football manager, um, you know, the, the get as in the game, you know, football manager twenty one, you know, it's almost like well we should be winning every match. Why is it not five nil? Well, you know, it doesn't work like That's, that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, it's not. No, it, it's just it's just not that easy. It, it, you know, winning football matches is tough. You know, it's really really difficult, and teams all. I'll make it difficult because Stockport are, you know, one of the big teams in the league. So, you know, it, it's not as simple as that. But you know, in a in a good position, uh, you know, to kick on now. And I look at it, and Sutton, you just feel like you just feel like they've got to blow up. You just feel like they've got to. So, um, you know, Torquay, you know, seem to be you know be on a bad run. So, um, you know, you just look and think, well, who's going to come through? Well, it, Stockport, Notts County are the only, you know the only two that I can that I can see. Um, so fingers crossed. Definitely, everything crossed. Everything crossed. <laughs> um, right. Um, thank you so much for coming on. It's been an absolute pleasure. Um, no worries, I've enjoyed it. Yeah. No. Th- thanks, Preece. It's been it's been really good. Really enjoyed it. Thank you. So yeah, thanks very much for coming on. Um, and this will go out in in the next few days. Um, but yeah, cheers for coming on, Preci. All the best. No worries, thanks, fellas. Really enjoyed it. Cheers. See you now. Cheers.
You've been listening to the Scarf Bagara War, edited and produced by the Scarf Bagara War team. The title track was created by Daniel Johnson with commentary from Richard Harnwell. The podcast currently is being recorded socially distanced remotely, so please don't write in. If you enjoy the podcast, please like, subscribe and comment on whatever podcast platform you listen to us on. Thank you. It's the 90th minute, all your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.